Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is a perfect day to talk Disney parks. We are so glad you could join us. Hey, on today's show, Bob Iger has had his contract extended once again by the board of directors as Disney CEO. He isn't done yet. And Oogie Boogie Bash tickets went on sale again this past week. Yes, there were plenty of IT problems. We'll talk about it. Disney World's summer slump is in full effect. Believe it or not, attendance is taking a hit. And Disneyland celebrates 68 magical years this upcoming week. All that and so much more to talk about. You stick around. And if you'd like to be rewarded for watching or listening to this broadcast, all you have to do is head on over to The King Report on YouTube. And beneath this very video following the live show, leave the comment with the praise that pays. Phrase that pays this week is Happy Birthday Disneyland. Happy Birthday Disneyland is the phrase that pays. Yeah, between now and Monday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific time in which to enter. If you are the winner, we'll reach out to you and get that mug shipped your direction. Happy Birthday Disneyland beneath this video following the live broadcast. Tyler Cratch is our theme park analyst and he's here. Katrina Manzone, she is our travel agent and she's here. I'm Wade Heath, I'm your host. I'm definitely here. Garrett Hassel's our reporter and he's joining us too. Kingdom Report Live starts for you in 50 seconds. Come to this happy place. Welcome. Your Disney family is here, and we are thrilled to be a part of your weekend. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, as we take that live look outside of the Disneyland Resort, across the monorail beams, and into Tomorrowland. There it is. 
the treeline view, as I like to call it, via the HojoAnaheim.com Mattercam, because you get to see the Matterhorn! Yeah, we got the Castle Spires, Matterhorn, and Big Thunder Mountain in the distance on a sizzling summer day in Southern California. How do you do, friends? Wade with the Kingdom Report here in the beautiful confines of the Warner Brothers Studios Media District in uh, Burbank, California. And like I said, it's a hot one out there. So thanks for coming on in and joining us for a bit of a cool down. Yeah, we're going to talk all things Disney as your Disney family. Make sure that you are subscribed to our channel. Make sure that you are, in fact, set up to download this as a podcast, wherever you get your podcasts, and rate and review, as well as share this very show. With any Disney fan that you might know, with a Disney fan that you might appreciate, let them know that we are available for their listening or viewing pleasure. Today it is all about the biggest news of the week, and that, of course, is regarding Bob Iger's contract extension. We will be talking about it, but who's we? Well, the Disney family can't just be one person. No, no. It's a little bit bigger than that. Joining me here today, as usual, it is our travel agent and uh, Disney princess in-house retained individual, Katrina Manzoni. Thank you. No, you're welcome. (laughs) And alongside her... Perhaps the future CEO of Disney. He is our theme park analyst, Tyler Crouch. Hello. Uh, perhaps. Perhaps. I think it's a. I think it's well, a, done a deal. contract just got extended. I know. You have a little bit more fighting to do. It looks like no, it's no, not no, a sure no, bet anymore. I've, we've, I've been in talks with Bobby this whole time. It's, <laughs> oh, was that so? Yeah, it's uh, it's all going according to plan. No, no big deal. Oh, he's a shoe in. It sounds yeah. like. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Let, let not your heart be troubled. Tyler Crouch is on his way. It's still happening to the executive suite. It's true. And uh, joining us abroad, our reporter, the Golden Goose himself, Garrett Hassel. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, hello, everyone. And I got a little Bruni here. Yeah. Oh, a little Bruni. Yeah, I, I, Bruni is probably my favorite character in Frozen 2, honestly. And, and Samantha. Can't leave out Samantha. She is quite something. Can't leave out Samantha. No. <laughs> I think your favorite. Yeah, and yeah. like, you know, it's a, it's Saturday, so I figure, like, let's go festive Disney Hawaiian and have a good time. Aloha. Yeah, you and, you and Tyler uh, both exchanged memos, it looks like. Uh, Tyler with yes, the Hawaiian yeah. shirt, Garrett with a Hawaiian-style shirt. Is that a Hawaiian print? I can't tell. No, it's just it's flowers. It's just flowers. Oh, if we want to say Hawaiian, sure, why not? And I, with yeah. my... Tropical colors. It's like a peach. 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 Peachish. Yeah. Salmon. Salmon, It is more salmon. They, yeah, okay. They don't have salmon in Hawaii, though. They don't have salmon where? Hawaii. Oh. In Hawaii. Because it's a freshwater I guess, fish. I guess that's probably true. Mm. The more you know. But you know what? They have tr- they have papayas, and that's like a papaya oh. color. They do have papaya. You and do, oh. that's where, and... you know, Dole got started. Bob Dole? <laughs> We're off and running. Yes. Uh, <laughs> a compelling conversation and always... The most intriguing, that's for sure. Uh, You know, we can't begin a broadcast without a toast. And so we invite you, whether you are listening or watching, to grab a cup of something good and uh, toast with us this week to something fantastical. Katrina, I believe you have the honor of making the toast this week. Tis my turn. Let's do it. Mm. Mm. Okay, so my toast is to the new San Francisco coming into DCA 
It's going to be fun. It's showing up August 31st. Huzzah! We get to see Hero and Baymax running around. So that's fun. And new food options, which is always fun. And they're not getting rid of the beauty of taco, so I'm okay. So cheers to not getting rid of my favorite thing. Hey! <laughs> cheers! Cheers! Oh, cheers. <laughs> mm, Thank you, Baymax. I, I love Big Hero 6. I hope they have some of the other characters pop in, because... You know, Honey Lemon and Wasabi and Fred, you know, they're, I don't know, Big Hero 6 is is, is definitely a, a film that I love so much. And you do have a special cameo at the end. You do? A guy by the name of Stanley. I don't mm, know what his last name is. Very special. Stanley. Yeah. Yes. And rumor has it, Baymax talks. Yeah. So that is going to be thrilling. Uh, don't get that at Epcot. No, mm-hmm. very much. No. No. Uh, no. He comes special uh, to Just California here. Adventure and speaks up in our environment, that's for sure. So looking forward to meeting Baymax and uh, the San Francisco magic that is about to take over the what was Pacific Wharf area of California Adventure. Uh, very much worthy of a toast, Katrina. Nice yeah. job. And we want to get you caught up on your headlines. Stand by. It is Disney News Review time. Let's go. Disney News Review Time, taking a look at some of the biggest stories from the past week. KTLA reports that the Disneyland Resort will celebrate 68 magical years this Monday and will hold a celebratory cavalcade to mark the special occasion. Walt Disney welcomed the first guest into Disneyland on July 17, 1955, and the celebratory cavalcade will take place at Disneyland at 11.45 a.m. and will likely include appearances for Mickey, Minnie, Donald, and Daisy, among other characters. The Anaheim-based theme park will also celebrate its birthday with a new donut, available at Jolly Holiday Bakery Cafe from July 15th until the 17th. And the resort's latest celebration comes during Disney 100, a year-long celebration of the Walt Disney Company's 100th anniversary. In other news, the Orange County Register reports that Oogie Boogie Bash fans who waited 12 hours in a nightmare virtual queue to buy tickets only to experience online system errors and find all the dates sold out fumed on social media about Disneyland's, quote, epic fail. Disneyland sold out of every available date for Oogie Boogie Bash in September and October on the first day tickets went on sale to the general public on Tuesday, July the 11th. Fans who anxiously waited for a chance to buy tickets to the wildly popular Halloween event fretted all day as they watched dates repeatedly sell out on the Oogie Boogie Bash website. Oogie Boogie Bash tickets sold out while I was sitting in the queue, wrote one person on Twitter, adding, I've been in the queue all day, close quote. Tickets for the annual event initially went on sale to Magic Key holders on June 27th and to the general public on June 29th. The annual passholder event went off with relatively few hiccups, but technical troubles started with the Oogie Boogie Bash website shortly after the general public tickets went on sale. The technical troubles forced Disneyland to reschedule the general public online ticket sale to Tuesday, when hours-long waits further infuriated the Oogie Boogie faithful. Fuming fans took to social media to vent their anger at Disneyland's, quote, epic fail. Out in Walt Disney World, CNN reports long lines and jam-packed crowds tend to go hand-in-hand at Central Florida's world-famous theme parks during the summer months, but Walt Disney World and Universal Orlando parkgoers may be in for a reprieve this season. Wait times for rides and attractions at both resorts have shortened, according to analysts who track theme park attendance. Videos on social media also show park attendees remarking on thinner crowds. The reasons behind the slowdown are hard to pin down, but travel experts point to extreme weather and heat in Florida, as well as a waning post-pandemic travel boon. Disney CEO Bob Iger attributed Disney World's recent decline in wait times to an overall slump in Central Florida tourism, saying, quote, 
Florida opened up early during COVID and created huge demand and didn't have competition because there were a number of other places, states that were not open yet, he said in an interview with CNBC, adding, if you look at the numbers in Florida in 2023 versus 2022, where not as much was open and Florida was the only game in town, there is a lot more competition today. Iger told CNBC he did not have long-term concerns about Disney's theme parks. Disney declined to comment to CNN about park attendance. And finally, CNBC reports the Walt Disney Company will extend CEO Bob Iger's deal by two years, extending his tenure through 2026. Shares of the company were effectively flat after the news. Iger told CNBC in February that he had no intention to stay longer than two years in his post, which would have taken him through 2024. Iger returned to Disney in November, retaking the job from Bob Chapek, who was appointed CEO in early 2020. Iger planned to prepare his next successor during his new stint as CEO. The succession process remains a key issue for Iger, who noted in a statement Wednesday that the board of directors of the company continues to evaluate candidates for the post, saying, quote, I want to ensure Disney is strongly positioned when my successor takes the helm. Iger said of extending his contract, adding, the importance of the succession process cannot be overstated, close quote. Iger has delayed succession decisions before, however, on four different occasions between 2013 and 2017, he extended his tenure as CEO after saying he planned to retire. Iger's second tenure at Disney has coincided with upheaval in the legacy media space. Big players such as Disney have had to contend with a rapidly shifting landscape as ad dollars dry up and consumers increasingly cut off their cable subscriptions in favor of streaming. And definitely worth talking about Bob Iger's contract extension now running all the way through 2026. Who could have seen that coming as uh, the replacement CEO that was once the CEO that came back to being CEO, who was once everybody's favorite CEO and is now seemingly stepping in it as a CEO? It all depends on who you talk to. Anyway, he is going to be sticking with the Walt Disney Company now through 2026 officially. And Tyler Iger said he was only returning as Disney CEO to right the ship and had no desire to stay beyond the two-year emergency contract. Your reaction to the story that he is now on board through 2026? I mean, I got, I got one thing to say. Follow the money. <laughs> follow the money that man needs an island right yeah uh, we've been talking he's trying to build an island um he's he's got his whole thing happening uh he's like well and he's got a he this he he, he listen his pockets are getting low so he need if, if he wants this island he needs to be back well he was his, retired for 11 months yeah, and you know uh, you know going out as a multimillionaire. You can only last for so long, and let, you know, eleven it's months true. is a long time to go. It's so true. naturally, probably came back because he needed that paycheck. Uh, that's right. exactly right. You, yeah. you 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 read the room perfectly. <laughs> no, I mean I, I. But truthfully, I do think probably his main reason for doing this is he's getting a huge amount of money from this. I mean, I I I think that's probably his number one thing. I think the number two thing is. They don't really have anybody else right now. I mean, there's kind of nobody around to take up this mantle. Um, and it just seems like the company is going to be struggling. And I think they just offered him a ton of money to stick around and just said, please, please, Bob, please don't go anywhere. And uh, he's like, well, you know, I do have that island to build. So <laughs> maybe I'll stick around. But I really Until think it's that Tyler's simple. ready. 
It's all until what? Tyler is ready. That's until Tyler said. is ready. Yep. Yeah. There he is. Yeah. <laughs> Running for CEO. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Don't forget to vote. That's right. The campaign <laughs> continues because Tyler Crouch for Disney CEO. What's the catchphrase? He ain't yeah. JPEG. He ain't JPEG. Right. Just remember that, everybody. Remember what we've been through. And, uh, you know, the bar what can couldn't, I say? bar couldn't get lower. No, the bar is the bar could not get lower. Right. And you know, I need I could I would like to build an island one say. day. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Get your own yacht, the SS Crouch. I wouldn't call it that. No. I don't really like my last name. <laughs> <laughs> we'll name it after Katrina. Oh, there we go. There we that's go. so sweet. There we go. That Lady like Katrina of the Seas. Oh, has a nice little ring wow, to it. Wow. Seems to work well. <laughs> well, yeah, don't forget, uh, a huge campaign has been underway. Uh, when I first heard the news that Bob Iger was extending the contract, I, I immediately thought of Tyler, and I was like, oh, my gosh. What I, I, I thought it was a for sure deal. However, you've reassured me. No, no, no. Yeah, it's all it's all according to plan. This okay. is all. Don't worry. Twenty twenty six. You know, Maybe I'll, a little more. I'll grooming. have my ducks in it. You know, because I've been really busy. Yeah. So he and he, you know he was willing to kind of take over and because mm-hmm. I'm you know I've got a lot going on right now. So got married so this year. Yeah. Newlywed. Right. Yeah. So I, I mean, I just I let him do his thing. You know. And 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 then when I'm ready, I'll you know when I'm when my when my stuff settles down, I'll I'll be ready. Keeping the seat warm. Yeah. Well, that's all. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, Keeping not this seat. year, Niger. Just do it a couple more years, and then I got it. That's and it. And he's yeah. like, all right, I'll do it. Yeah. Don't yeah. worry about Perfectly it. Perfectly fine. And yeah. uh, Tyler, you make a great point when you talk about really, there's no one to choose from at the moment um, yeah. within the Walt Disney Company, and uh, naturally, uh, we've watched the uh, bizarre. Um, Vanishing acts, yeah, musical chairs, vanishing acts <laughs> to a certain degree. Uh, the CFO uh, stepping away here recently. The chief diversity officer resigning out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems as though um, the entertainment heads, a lot of the the chiefs of entertainment throughout the company, um, they are uh, not doing so hot right now. Uh, mainly because of all of uh, the downward trajectory of so much of uh, the entertainment business. And so uh, mixed with that, a very uh, unfortunate uh, writer's strike and now actor's strike that's going on. And uh, things are getting uh, rather thick uh, when it comes to the hairiness of it all. Yeah, it's and spicy. Yeah, very spicy. And Katrina, under Iger's return, the company has laid off over 7,000 people, and he's now talking about selling off legacy assets like the ABC Network. What do you imagine the future of the Disney company will look like as a whole by the time we reach 2026? Looks like he's making some really big moves in a short amount of time. See, that's tough. I mean, it's, first, it's really sad that he's like, so many people are being laid off right now. Um, it's not It's not looking, it's not looking pretty, um, especially with the writer's strike and the actor strike right now. Um, a lot of this stuff is, is going to be kind of like on rough seas for probably a while. Um, but, I mean, I I can't see him really selling off the ABC network. I feel like that's just like a really bad move. Like, if he does it, that would be, in my, in my mind, really, really stupid. Um, just because they use ABC all the time to promote Disney. Everything they do, they always promote Disney with ABC. Like, Good Morning America, they show up, they pimp it out, the Every, every single time there's something new happening, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Christmas Day if they, Parade? What? The Christmas Day Parade. Oh, yeah, the Christmas Day Parade. Dancing I mean, with the Stars? Yeah. yeah. I mean, now they had That's to bring a... Dancing with the Stars back to ABC because it yeah. failed so bad on Disney+. Plus. Remember? 
Like mm-hmm. no one watched it. I didn't even watch it. I didn't even it. know it was on. I didn't even know it was on there. Yeah, they did it for one season. They tried doing it li- like live on a- on Disney Plus. <laughs> no one's gonna do it. Um, so like ABC is just kind of like you have it on on your channels and you flip through it and you see it, whatever. Um, but I can't if they do that. It's just like it's a bad move. And plus, like with the Oscars and stuff too, because don't they they change the networks every year so they all have like an equal play. But now like the Super when. Bowl. Yeah, and then if it goes back to ABC, like they're how who's going to promote it? If NBC buys ABC or whoever buys it, it's just going to be a bad move. Anyway, and Jimmy so, Kimmel Live too. They yeah, they Jimmy promote Kimmel, all their movies on. and stuff on Jimmy Kimmel. So can't get rid of it. I mean, Jimmy Kimmel does want to retire soon too, so maybe it'll happen. No, um, but I, if that happens, I I feel like it will, in twenty twenty six, if he sells it off, it's just going to make it worse for Disney. You think so, huh? I think so. I mean, he was talking about even trying to sell Hulu and stuff, and mm-hmm. it's just kind of like, okay, yeah, if you want to sell Hulu off, that's fine, as long as they like keep ABC on there, because isn't that how you make most of your money through ads? So, yeah, I, well, I don't, I don't and, know. And with I can't ad imagine revenue, them getting rid of it. Sure, and with di- with dipping ad revenue, um, that continues to, I think, be the the struggle. Yeah, um, is that traditional TV isn't performing the way that it used to? Um, I think the whole uh, entertainment industry is at a, a point of real contention and conflict to try and determine where things are going. Um, naturally, everybody made huge investments in streaming recently, um, and now every company seems to have its own streaming service. And uh, I think everyone feels as though that's the way where you know that's the route it's taking that's where it's going however on top of that you have the the concept of this traditional media and channels that still exist the networks abc being you know one of those sort of original founding big three uh networks and you're absolutely right abc is used for so much pr for everything that disney does um and to think that it might fade away or he might sell it um Mm -hmm. fascinating kind of concept especially when you realize that the majority of things that are the most successful on abc tend to be their live programming and i think that maybe uh that could be the only saving grace for traditional television moving forward is live because it's a reason to tune in. Mm-hmm. Streaming is the home of on-demand, immediate pleasure, you know, and being able to just call up anything that you want. Live television still has a place. Live television still has an opportunity. And so I think that if programming becomes majority live on networks, it might be a saving grace. Um, but I know that the failing ad revenue is part of the um, huge backlog problem for the company. Uh, and he's also talking about slowing down the process of putting out Marvel films and really slowing down the process of uh, Pixar's output. And I think they already slowed down here the last couple of years. Uh, and still things are not performing the way that they used to because yeah the consumer base is in such a state of transition. They're pushing out so many Marvel things. It's just kind of like, slow your roll a little bit. Like, I mean, I've the secret invasion thing is... Listen, well, and then we see that they spent two hundred and twelve million dollars. Yeah, and that's like that probably show. to get Samuel oh Jackson they, they to what? sign on. You know what I mean? They spent so much money on two hundred and twelve million, Garrett. Million dollars. That, that is the money Tyler said I was going to get when he got CEO. That's my island money. Quite about <laughs> yeah, that's but. The ironic thing is ABC is where Bob Iger got his start in the Disney company. He started as like a production assistant. And then when ABC was acquired, Bob went along for the ride and he then, you know, took got his rise to to fame. So it's kind of ironic that he's like, you know, ABC would be the one place we cut. I like that's where I came from. But I got no ties to them because 
I want my island. But I, I I'm fine if they slow down on some of the mass production of things because I think if you produce too much, it's oversaturated in the market. And I think that's why Star Wars, like the Star Wars stuff, does a lot better because they hold out a lot longer and they release it like every once in a while. Like, you know, Mandalorian, then we'll have Ahsoka, then you'll have, you know, some like Bad Batch. It's not all like, you know, Falcon Winter Soldier, Loki, uh, WandaVision, like you, like three or four, se- three or four shows like every season or, yeah, like, like actually, like, you know, like summer, winter, fall. I think if they hold back a little bit, it might do better and then it takes some more time to, you know, have higher quality writing because I think some of the Marvel shows, the writing hasn't been as high because you look at Doctor Strange 2, didn't do as good. The best Mike Marvel film has been like Black Panther 2 and that's part of it because it was in honor of Chadwick Boseman. Um, but Eternals was hit and miss. So I, I'm, I'm okay with Bob. I think he's been in entertainment for a while, a lot longer than JPEG was and I think he knows the industry pretty well. So, we just have to wait and see what what Bobby says. Yeah, because I can't imagine that spending two hundred and twelve million dollars on a television show is sustainable for Disney Plus. Like it just yeah. it just really, especially when I hear it's not doing as well as they expected, and uh, and I doubt that people are you know what they really are looking for is the amount of people that a show pulls in. And I can't imagine people were like, well, I got to get Disney Plus for Secret Invasion, right? You know and. <laughs> So uh, they really got to watch what they're doing because that type of stuff is literally just throwing money out the window from my perspective, from from the limited things I know. Uh, but but their promotion was low, too, on it as well. Like they didn't say the date like they didn't push it as much as they probably needed to for people to like remember, like, hey, it's on Disney Plus. I feel like they add a lot of stuff to Disney Plus that I just don't know about. And then it just gets lost. And then plus like they're their folk like the the new arrivals and like how they have it set up on disney plus just kind of everything gets like lost in the shuffle that's a great point i think that now we've entered this era where we went from a place where a film coming this summer was a massive year-long event think about the like lion Barbie King. movie think about oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah <laughs> think about those 90s era films that were year-long celebrations Mm -hmm. everybody knew about everybody was invested in it was a pop culture takeover every time Mm -hmm. disney produced another film Um, nowadays and this is true across the medium now uh, across entertainment uh, nowadays there's so much being produced and there's so much content being pushed out and there's so I don't know if the PR budgets are the same or what. I feel like I'm not hearing about anything coming out anymore unless it's the hardest push and they are spending quadrillions of dollars. Quadrillion. Um, that's my word. Yeah. Unless they're doing that. That's uh, island money right there. Uh, unless <laughs> yeah. they're yeah. doing that, you know, you really don't hear too much about yeah. it. And I think about um, Elemental as a really great uh, yeah. example of that. I. Oh, yeah. It was a blip. Boop. Yeah. I mean, you wonder why it didn't do so great. Well, there you go. I mean, it's I barely knew it was available. I barely knew it was happening. Um, yeah. You know, and I feel like the last couple of Pixar films have been like that to me, where I just didn't even realize it was coming. Or I feel, yeah. or, I, I feel like even Indiana Jones was kind of. Like, I mean, oh, yeah. I, I, like it didn't. I feel like that movie kind of just came and went so quickly, and mm-hmm. I, I don't. I couldn't. I think I saw a couple trailers, but other than that, I don't. I don't know what they did to promote that movie. They put. They made a guy that. Doesn't look anything like Harrison Ford show up at Disneyland. Like, what else are they doing? So, <laughs> run through Adventureland. <laughs> I mean, I, the don't, only, I don't know. Oh. And, 
and it only made fifty million dollars in the opening weekend, right? So I mean, that's that's a terrible loss. Things are different, right, Garrett? Yeah, no, things definitely are. I remember when Hunchback of Notre Dame came out, there was a big rush, and you saw all the animation. You're like, oh my god! Even though it's you know, it's I, I think it's more of a cult classic, like just the commercials for hunchback you're like that looks so cool it looks so amazing and it's this long like you'd have trailer one trailer two trailer three trailer four and they'd all have different bits and pieces now it's just you get two trailers about a month and a half before the movie comes out and then it's in theaters it feels like for three months it's like hey in two months it's coming to disney plus and like okay i can just wait till disney plus it was like i'm trying to think of like like luca that was on disney plus or or turning red, you know, those got barely anything. I think I saw more elemental push via Hulu commercials because hmm. Disney owns it. So they not, it doesn't cost them anything extra, yeah. but yeah, the promotion's just not there. The only one I've seen recently that has more promotion is haunted mansion, but I'm seeing it more on social media than I am on like, you know, television, but the new haunted mansion looks pretty solid. So definitely got to check that out at the end of the month. Hopefully it succeeds and delivers the way that they think it's going to, because even, you know, somebody with the box office prowess of uh, Harrison Ford, you know, I mean, in, in the final installment of his, you know, part of the series, um, it's just not hitting the way that they thought it was going to. So um, definitely a state of flux across all of entertainment right now. And Bob Iger has his work cut out for him. That is for sure. That's your Disney news headline wrap up for this week. Let's jump into some trivia, shall we? I think we shall. Let's shall do it. Disney trivia time. Taking a look at some of the biggest questions that might get your goat. This time around, all about Disneyland. As we celebrate the 68th anniversary of Disneyland Park, we are going to focus in on Disneyland specifically for the Trivia Minute. First question, and do not type it into your computers. Hands up. Thank you very much. Disneyland Park first opened its gates on July 17th, 1955. Who bought the first admission ticket to Disneyland? Was it A, Roy O. Disney, the brother of Walt, B, Lillian Disney, his wife, or C, the master of ceremonies for the opening celebration on ABC, Art Linkletter? Roy Disney, Lillian Disney, or Art Linkletter buying the first admission ticket to Disneyland on opening day? Let us begin with Tyler. What do you think? A. Regis, final answer. A. Roy O. Uh, Disney. <clears throat> the brother. Yes. Is his answer. Yes. I'm actually pretty sure I've seen the ticket at the uh, archives. Were you able to handle it? We touched it. We did. But touch. it was encased it was in, a, in it's, in, it's encased in something. Oh, you touched it? That seems kind of... We held it. We, we, held. we held it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. We held a ticket, but who is it? Who is say, it bought from? How who do you bought know? it? How do you know who it came from? That's for sure. That's, that's doesn't right. say your name on that's it. It's tough. Yeah, there's no picture attached to it. Like now, I know things listen, were different. Lillian was like, "Oh, my husband is going to bankrupt us, so <laughs> I don't, I'm not supporting <laughs> this. I have, have no money. <laughs> I have no money left. Yeah, uh, I am Lillian. Uh, <laughs> Katrina, your answer: Roy Disney, Lillian Disney, Art Linkler. Okay. All right. So. A ticket Roy, being sold. A ticket. <laughs> and it's the first one. So it's like zero, 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 one. Right. It's true. And then you buy it with money. A purchase, But they perhaps. didn't have credit cards back then. So it was cash. Paper. Paper. A ticket also was paper. Yeah. Or a check. 
<laughs> or I, yeah, maybe they maybe they wrote checks. Who knows? I don't think they did take checks at that point. At I the think it was style. yeah. Let me write that out for you. Yeah. <laughs> will call if you if you if, if you, you will. will. Yeah, <laughs> you know. I I will. Um, Lillian, the wife of Disney, would you would think that she would have to buy it, but think. he would. She probably didn't even want to show up. Um, I don't know who supported? the last person is, to be honest. Art Linkletter, the host of ABC's Welcome to Disneyland oh. special? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, my God. I know. Wow. Banish so I'm gonna... <laughs> Wow. But ink. Ink is also printed on paper. This is a fact. <laughs> Look at her go. <laughs> All right. I'm going to say A. <laughs> really piecing it together. I've been trying my hardest. Like, Saying Roy on. O. Disney. Very good. <laughs> um, don't take notes from Katrina. I think we've learned that. <laughs> Her thought process hurts. <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't really talk Sorry. it out, I don't think. Yeah, so it yeah, does you more harm car. than good. Uh, Garrett, <laughs> your answer. Well, I was going to pull out the whiteboard, but <laughs> Katrina kind of beat me to that with her five-minute-long explanation of how, um, you know, purchasing things go. I don't think Lily would get it because, you know, Walt was like, yo, baby, this is my my this is my, hood, my house. He just slide in with me security gonna let you in oh and then walt said to roy yo dude dude you're financing this whole thing you don't even you just (laughs) tell them who you know dude but art he's got a cool name but he's like listen you got to pay to ride the carousel so I'm gonna go with Art Linkletter because that's oh. a really cool name. Also, it sounds like something out of a comic book. Like you Art people Linkletter. are ridiculous. Yes, Art Linkletter. Um, <laughs> he's, he's a legend. Um, great name. You're right. So you're going with C. Very good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> off camera, producer Tony. What are you going with? Well, I'm going to say ladies first. Oh. oh. Because it's a historical event. Mm-hmm. Why would you let your brother be a part of it? I mean, not a part Whoa. of it. Be the first person. So I'm going to say he let his wife be the first person to I purchase. I see. I see. I okay. See. So you're going with Lily. I'm going to go with Lily. A chivalry not dead. Everything on the board seems to have been selected. We checked chat. And uh, folks are saying uh, D uh, is mentioning Roy. I was Trisha. Like, that wasn't one of the... <laughs> I was like, D's not one of the selections possible here. I, D saying Roy. Uh, Trisha saying C. Screen. Yeah, Trisha saying C. David is saying C. Um, Bob Smith is saying Lillian. Eddie saying A. Judah saying A. Terry saying going with Roy O. Uh, Bree saying A. Kimothy Hessel saying Arts. Trisha saying Hello I, I Puppy. Like, I like Kimothy's answer. That's a good one. <laughs> and, like that uh, That's a smart one. It's smart, Kimothy. The correct answer for who purchased the very first ticket on Disneyland's opening day, July 17th, 1955, a. Roy O. Disney, the brother. Because I can. Because he I can. Damn. That's <laughs> right. Every time. Garrett, Tony. Oh boy. You loses. How about that? <laughs> we held the ticket in our hand. No. <laughs> we held the ticket. They know. They know firsthand. Literally. First hand in hand. I had the whole ticket in my hands. So I'm glad that you uh, explained things the way that you did, Katrina. Uh, exactly. Upon your answer, yes. Uh, next up on the Disney <laughs> Trivia Minute. In what year did the Walt Disney Company take ownership of the Disneyland Hotel? There in Anaheim. Was it A, 1984, B, 1988, or C, 
1990. Again, in what year did the Walt Disney Company take ownership of the Disneyland Hotel? 1984, 1988, or 1990? Garrett, let's start with you. What do you got? Well, uh, several years ago when we met, we had a very long uh, phone call where you told me your story of how you became to work for the mouse. And you told me that your first job was actually working at the Disneyland Hotel. Mm-hmm. And good memory. I don't know if you, I don't know if you actually mentioned any dates or anything. It was a long conversation. So long ago, I'm old now. But it did happen sometime in the 20th century. So all these answers are valid. <laughs> I don't know which decade, but the 90s had some crappy music, Whoa. but some great Disney films. Because I know that Disneyland Hotel was owned by third-party people, and they were like, I'm going to go 1990 because it's three years away from when I was born. And what did the music have to do cool. with anything? The hotel. I don't know. 90s, just like, like you know, hello? Like 19. Michael, please, wait <laughs> your turn. Eisner, Michael Eisner was in charge in the 90s. Yeah, and okay. Okay. Also part of the eighties, I'm pretty sure, but I'm gonna go with the I'm gonna go with ninety. This Nine team's times. ability to reason is um <laughs> I'm really questioning it now. Yeah, thank you for that. I, uh, I, I am intelligent people, I just don't show it very well. Mm. Alright. Uh Katrina. <laughs> in what year did the Walt Disney Company take ownership of the Disneyland Hotel? 84, 88, or nineteen ninety? Okay. All right. Here we go. Hotels. Hotels. (laughs) Anaheim. (laughs) Picture this. Picture this. I don't want to. Anaheim, 1912. (laughs) Change the... 1912? It's just orange groves. That's right. Dirt. (laughs) Got it. Good job, Tony. He got it. Um, So, hotels. They were built. Yeah. Disney didn't own it at first. Right? Right? Yeah, fact. 100%. True. Yeah. Um, the eighties happened, right? They sure Wild did. Times, crazy <laughs> hairdos. They came along. Big, neon lights. Neon lights. Yeah. Crazy Prince bright colors. Michael. Great music. Mall food courts. It's true. All of it. Neon. Neon. Again. More neon. neon. Yeah. You wear it and you see it. Yeah. Um, neon everywhere. Right. Um, nineties also neon. Yes. Um, nineteen eighty-eight. Mm. A little girl was born. This one. Her name was Katrina. Her Manzone, name was Katrina, ladies and gentlemen. And I was born. What a year! Yeah, it was a hell of a year. Seven. Am so, I what? You're 47 years old. Oh my god! No. Well, I know. Watch your language, there, Garrett. <laughs> Let's math again. <laughs> Walking on pin ice, pal. <laughs> Anyway, um, I have no clue. I should have paid more attention when someone was giving us instructions and stuff about the Disneyland Hotel. I see. Uh, I honestly am just going to say 1988 because that was when I was born. All right. 1988. But I think that's wrong. Way to roll with it. Uh, Tyler, what do you got? Uh, I actually... I also think 1988. Um, Why? Because Katrina was born then? No. It has nothing to do with that at all. I just... I. I remember going to the Disneyland Hotel when I was pretty young, and I was probably, I don't know, six or seven. I was born in 85, and I was Mm -hmm. probably like six or seven or so when I first started going. And I remember that things were still very uh, un-Disney there in a lot of ways when when I first went. They still had a big, uh, giant, like, uh, Olympic swimming pool, and... and, uh, 
I don't know. It just it just didn't feel very magical to me. So was this pre Trader Sam's? <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. Yes. Trader Sam's is new. Yeah, Trader Sam's is it's pretty 80s. new. Pretty new. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, not even old enough to drink it itself. Jeez. Yet. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I, I'm just in my head. I don't know what tells me, but 1988 just sounds about right because I feel like um, not too hot, not too cold. Yeah, who was it? It was the Rather family, right? Yep. Yeah, they owned it. Jack and, and his I, wife, yeah. a Bonita. And I think it was um, I think it was fairly recently, which you know feels like 88. 88 to me. or 90? You know, that's the question. Yeah, it sure is. And you two Those are the in, questions. You Those two are blocked in 88. <laughs> uh, Tony, what do you think? 84. 84. Oh. Right. Why, why you do me like that, Tony? Just stick with me for once. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, and uh, published YA Broadcasting says C. Bob Smith says B. Judith says C. David says C. Grandpa Russ says C as well. The answer... Is it C? To win... The Walt Disney Company took ownership of the Disneyland Hotel is B1988. Congratulations. Yay! Yay! What a great year. <laughs> I hate this game so much. Why do we do trivia? Can we do Connect Four next time or something? <laughs> and I'd love to hear your reasoning on why you select certain slots uh, for your Connect Four, too. Oh, I think that'll be fun. That'd be great. I, I, I can do that. Great. Ariel doesn't let me play Connect Four with her anymore, it's too competitive. Oh, I was going to say, do you cheat? All right. Um, no, no, no. I beat her at I just destroy her. Understood, yeah. Will you stick around? There's plenty more Kingdom Report live for you next. for the Disney List. Taking a look at some of the best across the Walt Disney Company this week in celebration of Disneyland's big 68th anniversary. We are talking about some of our most treasured memories when it comes to Disneyland Park's 68 years. Here with me today, Tyler Crouch, Katrina Manzoni, Garrett Hassel to talk about it and share some of the finest of treasured memories. Tyler, let's begin with you. Some of your treasured memories from a place that holds an awful lot of significance, rather, in people's hearts. All right. Well, I, I, I'm pretty sure I've told one of these stories before on the on the show here. Uh, if I, you know, if this rings a bell too much, then, you know, feel free to stop me. But um, I remember this was kind of not just a one-time thing but a kind of thing we did every i got to do it a few times i think overall um and it it, it is back when the um 
what is Royal 21 when Royal 21 was actually the Disney Gallery still, which is the the room above uh, Pirates of the Caribbean for anybody that doesn't know. Um, there was a time where you could go and 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 the other thing too is like this was before like like widespread dessert parties. Like now every nighttime show has like a big dessert party associated with it, right? But <laughs> you used to be able to. I don't even know how my dad found out about it, but my dad found out that you could go to the guest services window very early in the morning. You had to be there like at the beginning because there was only like 10 or 12 seats total for this. But it was a little dessert party for Fantasmic. And you got to sit upstairs on that balcony that you can see that's like a that's right above kind of like where the gumbo shop is and everything. Um, And so I just I mean, that was like. A magical time for me when it was in the 90s and Fantasmic was uh, brand new and just not having to deal with the crowds and just having, you know, sipping on my hot chocolate and uh, having some brownies and stuff. I was like, this is this is awesome. This is the best. And so, you know, when I see Fantasmic still to this day, I still think about those times I had with my father because uh, unfortunately he passed away you know, about 10 years ago. But it was... Um, it was a really cool time, and uh, and it was fun to see Fantasmic from up there. I mean, it was a, the greatest view you could imagine uh, for that show, I, um, except maybe the guy in the control tower way up at the top. But yeah, even higher up. But I can't get in there. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> when I'm CEO, that'll be my first course of business. That'll be it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. let me into the control room. Absolutely beautiful yeah. memory. I love <laughs> yeah. that. Uh, thank you for sharing, Katrina. What do you got? Oh, well. Um, one of my treasured memories is pretty much just going when I was a kid with my family um, and then bringing like friends and stuff along. Um, that was like always really fun. I think one of them was I was just like so scared of writing um, Peter Pan. I would just do the carousel all day. I don't even know how to do it now. I couldn't write the you carousel You were scared of Peter day. Pan? I was scared of Peter Pan because oh, no. you flew uh, in the dark. I yeah, was like, this is I'll scary. Look. You're going to fall out and die. Fall into London. Oh, my gosh. It's scary. Of, you get run over by cars. That's frightening. No, nobody wants to die, Garrett. No. No. No, it's so scary, no. but I don't even know how to ride carousels all day like I did before. I'd get nauseous and vomit, <laughs> but I did. I would just like ride it nonstop with um, with my uncle, and then one day he bribed me. He's like, "I'm gonna buy you a churro, and we're gonna go on pirate or pirates, Peter Pan." And I was like, "Okay," and then I did it, and then I loved it ever since. If we must, yeah, <laughs> I guess so. But yeah, cinnamon sugar treats really get you. They sure do. Make, have courage, and then you go ride it. That cinnamon sugar wins you over every time. Oh, yeah. That's for sure. Garrett, what do you got? Treasured memories at Disneyland Park as we celebrate the 68th anniversary. Well, Disneyland is where I fell in love with the brand and where I wanted to be an Imagineer at first. And um, when I look at you now. Memories, I know, right? I'm just swear to Disney Hawaii. I shouldn't go on a lot of cruises. That's right. <laughs> Living the dream. The Living the dream. <laughs> Sounds I, good. I don't, mean... get paid, I don't get paid for this yet. <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting. Once Tyler's CEO, then he'll give us some kickback. That's right. One but uh, when I was true. younger, I was finally tall enough to go on Indiana Jones Adventure. And mm. I had this really cool like pirate ring from Pirates of the Caribbean from their little gift shop. And I went on Indiana Jones, and my mom took me. And we're going on it, and like, you seek the treasure of Mara and all that stuff. Don't look into his eye. And I and I looked into his eye and I held up the ring, trying to hoping that the ring would protect me. And then, you know, stuff happened. A snake jumped out at me. Uh, a boulder almost ran me over. They trusted like a 10 year old with driving a Jeep. I don't know. Why, why. No one checked my license, but I just remember holding up the ring and being like, ah, 
And then I later realized the ring was on upside down. That's why mm. it didn't work. Mm. But it's just, you know, that sense of innocence where, you know, the magic, it, like the magic's real. It really is. And I be- believe how much I am part of that story and how I'm the main character and, you know, got to get away from, from Mara and the temple. So uh, that one absolutely just I, it always sticks with me. And then another one is probably one of the first times I went on Pirates of the Caribbean. I went on with my mom and my grandma and I was too small. So I sat on grandma's lap and I'm just seeing all the pirates go by and I'm just captivated by this. I'm like, wow, how's this, how's this real? Like, and that's why pirates is probably my favorite of all time. Indiana Jones close second, but you know, when you're young and you finally can remember or, you know, take in everything before, like, you know, two rides and you're already out cold because the magic's overloaded you. But going on Pirates when I was a young whippersnapper was just so captivating because, um, you know, no Pirates going to get me because my grandma was holding me and all that. But, but yeah, I I loved, loved my childhood at Disneyland just because everything was so real. And now I can go on all the rides because I'm big. Because you're big. Right. You're a big boy. I, I, but I don't have the ring anymore, so going on Indy with me is probably not a safe idea. Stuff yeah. Won't happen. No. But now I know you look, so mm-hmm. I can't be a part of that. Listen, I just want to get a glimpse of the future. Don't. <laughs> and in Disney okay. World, <laughs> just because you're big doesn't mean you're going to go on everything. Expedition Everest, no. for example. Not yeah. a fan. Yeah, mm. yeah I can't really do it. No, that one I'm too small for, actually. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Mm. Not little guy yeah, and 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 they said i can't sit in tyler's lap and to that i say that's not fair that that is not fair <laughs> do you know who this guy is he is future ceo but we can't that's true they don't know so that i, yet, so I, did, it's a, it's I okay. say hey we're on the kingdom report and they're like what's that I'm like <laughs> yeah okay you say the finest like disney fan programming in existence thank you that's very true. much yeah don't Michael worry Eisner we'll knows. get we'll we'll have our own you know guest relations person pushing us to the front of the line and we'll get there yep sure uh so i'll tell you <laughs> when it comes to disneyland and treasured memories um i have uh, obviously many uh from my time not only working there uh in leadership but also uh for many visits in childhood and uh throughout my adolescence and um i often think about Perhaps one of the most sort of surreal feeling uh, moments and memories in my uh, locked away in my mind, and that is uh, going to the grand opening of Toontown version one back in 1993 uh and i can recall uh, being a, a tiny tyke myself at that point but going with a uh, sort of extended family and we all went to go visit uh, the opening of toontown now as a reminder, Toontown is uh, relatively small, and everybody wanted to be a part of Toontown, especially when it first opened, because it was one of the first real extensions of Disneyland in a very long time. Um, and so it drew a tremendous amount of attention. But I can recall being there and uh, meeting Mickey in that uh, atmosphere, and more than anything, because I think my my visit before that, I was a little too young to really recall a lot of the experiences, um, but I do remember very vividly meeting Mickey for the first time at Toontown. 
Wow. And just kind of the impression that that made on me as a child and how real everything felt. Uh, remember uh, when a land opens up, everything is vibrant and new and looks like they intended it to look for the most part. Uh, and so it felt like I was in this cartoon world. It felt like it really existed for the first time and being at the age where cartoons were everything, it meant so much to me. Uh, of course, uh, one of my cousins uh, went into the bounce house that used to exist and uh, popped her blister and Ooh. nurses and medical staff came running. And at that time, they dressed them up ridiculously to look like the land. So they look like these cartoon medical staff with these giant like <laughs> lights on their heads that and is like, they, great did they come out going with their little with their little beds on sticks yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. no I, um, it, it was i'll never forget that moment too uh, attached to it all and um I, I remember saving my uh my other cousin from nearly drowning in the hotel pool um the same day wow. uh, before we went over it was a very what a, storied event what a yeah, day let me wow. tell you. and that is why it's treasured let me tell you <laughs> yeah uh, but we celebrate disneyland 1955 the big july 17th opening day as uh they reach 68 magical years at this point and uh we cheers them all into 68 more and beyond yeah let's see it looks good for 68 cheers. my gosh looking good better. for 68 only gotten oh bruni get out of my cup Get out of the cup. There you go. Oh. Yeah, nicely done. It's crazy for me to think, like, I feel like just yesterday we were doing, like, everybody was excited about the 60th anniversary. You know? Dude, yeah. I still think back to the 50th. Yeah, right. I mean, that too, but... Things move fast. But, I mean, I just still feel like I can picture perfectly what Sleeping Beauty Castle looked like with all those diamonds on it and everything. And Paint the Night Parade. Yeah, Paint all the of Night. Night. Yeah. My God. Paint the Night. I can't believe that's the like crowds. eight years old at this point. That's insane. That's and crazy. never to be heard from again. Yeah, really. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> really? We yeah. stick around. We have plenty more Kingdom Report Live for you next. Remember those carefree days of childhood where the magic still existed? When you didn't feel guilty about eating mountains of cereal with We'll just say questionable nutrition. Well, now you can have your cereal and you can eat it too. Because Magic Spoon has re-engineered that same great taste with grown-up ingredients for an absolutely game-changing cereal 2.0. Because it's high protein, low carb, and zero grams of sugar in each serving. I know, it's hard to believe, but it also comes in six delicious flavors. Frosted, fruity, cocoa, cinnamon, blueberry, and peanut butter plus they've got limited edition flavors released throughout the year like gingerbread or peaches and cream so taste that magic of childhood all over again and get yourself some magic spoon cereal plus take five dollars off your order at checkout all you got to do is insert the promo code kingdom team that's right kingdom team at checkout will get you five dollars off your next order at magicspoon.com that's magicspoon.com promo code kingdom team are you ready for the one thing this is where we take a look at something good bad or a little of both that somebody on our team has experienced as of late and this time around it's all about tyler crouch and the disneyland resort hotel cabana rentals tyler uh, you and katrina both had an opportunity to partake in the cabana experience oh yes tell us all about it and we partook oh did you oh yes it was part uh, of a birthday celebration, was it not? It was, which my lovely wife here put together for me. So, oh, I am... oh, can we just? Oh, oh, 
it was thank you so much it was yeah, a lot of fun um i i mean i personally i think if you can afford it because well so like i said i she got it for me so how much was it again uh, it was like 575 plus tax yeah so 575 and you have to be day. staying and you have to be staying at one of the hotel rooms so one of the hotels yeah so if you oh. if if that's something you can swing i think it's all good i mean I, it's it's a pretty amazing experience um First of all, they give you a uh, like a concierge type of there's like a cabana manager and she's running around, you know, kind of coming and checking on you. They'll give you like movies if you want. Um, cabana boy. Ooh. Yeah. Well, this was a cabana lady. Cabana gal. Oh. Yeah. Cabana gal. But um, she was legit awesome. She was really fun. She was so cool. And she would stay that she um, uh, you'll see some of the decorations that Katrina also set up to um, in the cabana. And she like helped us set up some of the balloons and the the different things that you know like um katrina brought with us as well uh, so she was really super nice and uh on top of that you get a private server too um who Ooh. they they cadbury they do one server for all of the cabanas and there's six cabanas in total we did it at the grand californian by the way if i didn't make that clear um and she was also great. Her name was, uh, and everybody knew her. She was uh, Aunt Ju- or Grandma Julie. Grandma Julie. Grandma Julie. Julie. And she was seventy four years old. She was seventy four, and she was so Still funny. Killing it. Yeah, she was holding uh, it down. She was like all business, like all business, in like the nicest way. You know what I mean? Like yeah. she was just like a and sweet party in the back. And a, well, you know, I don't know about that one. <laughs> you can say that. I'm, I'm not going to business in front, party in the back. Oh, <laughs> poor grandma! I'm not run a mullet. Did she have a mullet? I thought I thought that was the no. anyway. No, no mullet. No. Yeah. And um, do you get this by the way for um, uh, the course of the entirety of the day that the pool is open? Or yeah, so you could you could do a half day, but the half day is um, an a similar amount of money yeah, to like the full bucks. day. Oh, geez. yeah. So oh. it doesn't make any. If you're doing this, then do a full day. And you know, honestly, it was a little mm. bit cloudy the day we went, so the pool wasn't like super crowded like there still were a number of seats available but we've been to those pools before where you cannot find a seat anywhere and if you want to have a pool day and you you know you're gonna have to have somebody like attached with a chain to these chairs to make sure that you keep your spot um and if you have the cabana it's your spot all day so you don't have to be there if you don't want to but you know they bring you uh also the menu by the way is um it is from the it is from the Hearthstone Lounge kitchen, which is the Ooh. which is right next to. Not from storytellers. Well, yeah, it's the storytellers kitchen, which also they they also supply Hearthstone Lounge food. So it's similar things that you would find on the Hearthstone Lounge menu, as well as it's kind of a cross between Hearthstone Lounge and storytellers type food. Um, but then the drinks come from the Craftsman bar, so. Um, it's just interesting to note because I mean they just recently changed the menu too and I I, I was like well I want nachos and then they got rid of the nachos oh come I, on and I was like well wait doesn't it come from the the uh, craftsman and they're like oh no it doesn't come from the craftsman I was like oh so it's weird that they get their drinks from craftsman <laughs> and their food from a different kitchen but it's very uh, convoluted it yeah, like. <laughs> but that's what they do but I mean uh, you know as you can see here uh, from the photos you get your two like kind of lay down chairs that are uh, out in the mm-hmm. front there and then 
uh, as Those well. Are nice. Those look yeah. very cushionable the, and comfy. You know, comfy. they are very comfy. They are very cushiony. But I, I, one of my favorite things, though, is like on the next slide we have here, they also give you a table because there's oh, no nice. there's Heavy no duty. tables anywhere in the pool. So it's like some of the food, it's like kind of a pain to eat if you don't have a table, you know? So. It's it was really nice, and they don't give you a stand up trash can you can eat on like the rest of Disney. No, parks? it's not yeah. like oh, it's not like Epcot. Hey. No, you know <laughs> that is prime dining surface. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> it, it is real estate. Um, also, prime germ surface. But yeah. True. Um, but uh, I, I also these are the decorations that Katrina brought too. So they didn't give us these umbrellas and stuff just so. Oh, know, but, yeah. But you can I see that we have the go. TV there, um, and that that is a a nice little bonus. Like I said, they'll bring you movies. They have this whole list of movies, and I'm just gonna say something. Cover say your it. cover your ears, children, if you don't want to hear this. Uh, some may not know. There's a censored version of Splash. Oh. Where there's a moment where Daryl Hannah's fin turns into legs. And you see a little butt. Oh. <laughs> they have censored that in most copies of Splash at this point. Definitely Disney Plus. I just want to say, if you get Splash at this pool, not censored. You acquired the uncensored version. <laughs> uncensored Splash at the Grand Californian pool. Garrett, your search is over. <laughs> I'm so it. lucky. Uh, the, the world's at peace now. And I love how our cabana host, she was so funny because we were talking about it. She's like, yeah, sure, let's do it. And then she like shows up later and I was like, you just missed it. You just, She's missed, like, you just missed the no! butt. <laughs> she was so cool. And then she got us Finding Nemo too, which is even it's not even on the list. I think you brought it up. You're like, oh, it'd be really cool to see like Finding Nemo. Yeah, I was like, Finding Nemo, would. I can't believe Finding Nemo's not on this list. And she's like, oh, well, actually we have it. She's so. like, I can find it for you. And they're all on Blu-ray too. So it was like, and wow. like, I don't know. It was actually, she was, she was even like, oh, yeah, the colors of the movie are great. And I started kind of laughing. And then, but then she brought it and I was like, the colors of this movie are great. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, and then, uh, and then the top everything off too with everything I've already uh, laid out there. They also give you this amazing fruit plate that is pretty Ooh. stunning, honestly. Uh, and it had all these different little yummy bits on there. And I, I definitely dug into those blueberries and, um, Ooh, those grapes, those grapes be calling my name. Yeah, the grapes were good too. I mean, it was a it was a pretty great little tray. And you can see too. Water. Yeah, and you can see there too. I was gonna say it's not it's not crap Dasani water. Yeah, they give you Voss, and also in there was Topo Chico. In so, that wild. and I was about to. I was like, I kind of wanted Topo Chico, and I was about to go buy one for five dollars at the Craftsman. Oh. And I was like, Nah, I'll just wait until we get to the cabana, and I'll drink something there, and then. Lo and behold, Topo Chico comes with the Why cabana. Why they sell it in the parks? It's I a Coca-Cola was... product. Why they, they do. There, 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 there are a few. Um, there are a few stands in mm. near Galaxy's Edge and over by Matterhorn. and over by the Matterhorn that are starting to sell Topo Chico. Lime Topo Chico. Um, but. And then they give you like a really nice, they had cold towels, but they soak them in eucalyptus water. So oh. they're like really refreshing. Oh, it, was yeah. Really yeah, nice. it was nice. And so when you open the refrigerator, you're like, oh, this is so relaxing. But it was so cold outside and like overcast. <laughs> we didn't really need to use them. Well, I was using them because I was going in the jacuzzi and oh, I, was, yeah. I was getting really toasty. And then I just kind of pat my face every now and then. And I was like, oh, this is nice. And for that money, I would use them regardless. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No matter what. And uh, and and then on top of everything else too, they give you this little. Uh, they give you kind of a little. Uh, what do you call them? Like little accoutrements that have like um, 
like suntan lotion uh, and, and uh, aloe vera and th- is that, that oh evian in a can to, the evian it's, spray it's yeah. evian spray to spray your face yeah it's like it's so strange the but, character was a part of my my little oh. um display it doesn't that does not it's not included in the cabana but our little cabana host wanted um it to protect the um accoutrements that they gave us like the copper tone and stuff yeah Yeah. she's like we named her moana we named her moana yeah appropriate yeah uh and then as you can see there too the pictures of margarita the the pictures are a new thing that you can get um fairly recently i think that's only been there for a couple months if that um where you can get pictures of a number of the drinks now, and I would say it was definitely worth it. We got a half pitcher of beer at one point, and whoever filled it up basically did it like seventy five percent of the way. So it was like <laughs> we even got you know more. We got enough beer for like four glasses when it was supposed to be for. You got a birthday pour. Yeah, yeah. I guess so. Yeah, <laughs> so that was really nice. I mean, we got like nine cups. If you see those little cups, we got nine cups. Of margaritas from that whole pitcher. Fantastic. I forgot how much it was. It was like fifty sixty dollars. Uh, I forgot. I it was pretty high. Low sixties, but but I was like, okay, nine. It was great California press. Yeah, 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 exactly. It was fine. Yeah. But you know, and then if you're if you're bringing your little ones to the the pool as well, uh, I think it's also important to note that at the uh, there was one part of the day. I think it was around three thirty or so, or four maybe, where uh, a few of the characters came out. And started dancing with the kids and playing games. They all they would like line all the kids up and they would play games and it was this fun little kind of DJ dance party that uh, I thought was pretty cute. And so it was uh, Minnie, Daisy, and then also Pluto showed up after a little bit too. So it was fun to see them kind of you know messing around with the kids and the kids were all having a great time. And um, oh, we got a little video too. I didn't realize we had the video. Oh yeah! yeah. Oh man, so we can take a look no, around that cabana. Yeah, no expense spared. I mean, on honestly, this, show. this was like massive. Then they give you like two robes too, which um, oh. which is really nice to like wear around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't I, give them to I you, don't. But, I don't know. You know well, you I was gonna say I don't know if the, I don't think they always let you take no them, she but, said no but she, she liked uh, us she, oh. but she said we could take the robes with us so, hey, well. so we did so, but, yeah, that was um, like her birthday gift to us yeah. in a way but yeah you get a go be Hugh Hefner yeah. yes yes with with uh I wish it did have a uh, uh, velvet, you know, a oh, velvet oh, interior. That would be nice. Then, then, then we'd be in business. But I mean, it's like a nice, like nice. And what of you? Interior. Look at that pool. I mean, yeah, yeah. that is prime yeah. real estate. I will it say is. we got it is cab- very for, nice for anybody that wants to know. This is Cabana Three, and I would, and just from looking at the other cabanas and things, I think this is the best one because not only you've got kind of a server area right next door to this cabana, so not only can you not, you don't really have like a neighbor per se um but also it's just like kind of in the more quiet part of the pool uh and because there's kind of two pools at the well technically there's three i guess but two of the pools have cabanas on them and i think this is kind of the quieter area um that to me was perfect so i would say cabana three is kind of the one to to ask for and you can ask when you call what uh, you know. Oh, which, which cabana, cabana you want? Like, yeah, they'll true. call you back when you book it. They'll be like, "Okay, yeah, the cabana person will talk, call you back." And then, like a day before, a couple days before, they'll be like, "Hi, is there anything that you're celebrating? Do you want to put on the television?" Because they'll program the televisions. That's why I said "Happy Birthday, Tyler." Yeah. On it, and so I was like, "Oh, okay, fun." Um, and then then that's when they, then that's when I was like, "Okay, I have some requests." And then they're like, "Oh, Cabana Three. and I was like, "Okay, let's do it." Fantastic! Yeah. Oh, cool. So well, it was what a really, an experience. It was a really fun it was time. Fun. Uh, it goes by so quick, though, because you do get it for 
the better part of the day. But nine thirty to like five thirty is usually yeah. like the the span where you'll get it for the full day. But honestly, the Disneyland Hotel is the same price as the Grand Californian Hotel, and those are pretty old and gross. I mean, they're small. Like this yeah. one, this you can fit eight people, bigger. and then that one you can only fit six. And oh. then this one has like a nice table and two plushy like lounge chairs, and then you have like that whole interior L shaped couch, and then over there you only get like a little. I think a little love seat, two kind of plushy lay down chairs, and like a really, I don't think you even get a table over oh. at the Disneyland Hotel. Maybe you do, but it's really small. So it feels like a reduced experience yeah. at the Disneyland Hotel then. Okay. And then plus yeah. you have two hotels going in there right now because you have like the Pixar, or you have Paradise Pier, and then you have oh, Pixar, whatever it's called. Um, Pixar and then Place. Pixar Place, and then you go over the Disneyland Hotel. So you have two hotels going to the Disneyland Hotel. Sure. And then, and a little people, like some people migrate to the Grand Californian, but not all people know that you can go mm-hmm. there if you're from, if you're staying at the Paradise Pier Hotel. Yeah, and a, a hot tip, I don't know if they're going to change this. Hot tip. After the fact, but your <laughs> card, even though, even though it, uh, you're, you are supposed to technically only be able to get in through the gate if you're staying at the Grand Californian, you can go in, you can use your room key if you're staying, we stayed, we were staying at Paradise Pier and we just used our room key to go in through the front, um, which technically you're not supposed to do that or they don't want that. that but I but I think they I, I don't know if they've just relaxed it because of the pool situation right now or if it's just going to stay like this forever. But Garrett, did you feel that? That yeah. was a hot tip. <laughs> the hottest of tips. Um, I, I just am sad that I didn't get the invite. I got it late in the mail and That's when I showed right. up in my hmm. speedo, next year, um, it, was, it was very awkward. Yeah. Next I mean, you can come. You can come and stay with us whenever you want, Garrett. Okay. All right. See you tomorrow. And done. Oh. Well, okay. Yeah. Okay. There you go. And I'll tell you uh, in chat, Nancy White sharing with us that she also stayed at the Grand Californian uh, Cabanas and that they were absolutely worth it. Mentioning that it was a hot day before Disneyland's uh, half marathon. And said it was so relaxing in a cabana. It was awesome. Totally worth it. So, uh, Nancy, happy to hear that it was worth it to you. And if you have ever experienced a luxury item like a cabana at a Disney hotel, we would love to hear from you. Was it worth it? What did you pay? And um, ultimately, if it wasn't worth it to you, what would have made it worth the price? Let us know in the comments. All right, friends. Well, that about wraps up this edition of Kingdom Report Live. As always, we are so grateful to have been a part of your weekend. If you haven't done so already, hit the subscribe button. Make sure you hit the thumbs up. Or if you are listening to us via podcast, uh, rate and review is always much appreciated. And uh, do recall that as we head into the 68th anniversary of the beautiful Disneyland Park, the original Magic Kingdom, that the legacy of Walt Disney what lives on because of people like you and me. And we give a tremendous toast to the happiest place on Earth. One more magical year. We'll see you next week for another installment Kingdom Report Live.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.